The days in Mrs. Herbert's classroom seemed to drag on. There were mornings filled with long Google Doc presentations, definitions being thrown at students, and silence that became deafening. The stares on the students' faces were constantly blank, never changing except for when the bell for class rang. They were robotic. Sitting in the back of the classroom, I had a closer view of what was really happening when most of the students were in the classroom. And I can assure you that it was not learning. Students were watching their favorite sports games, playing games on their computer, and one girl was even color coding her Christmas list. For the first three periods, it was apparent that the students were lacking the excitement to learn that an English classroom should bring. The fourth period, however, was an immediately an immediate breath of fresh air. It broke up the monotony of the school day and brought me an immense amount of hope as a future educator. The students were vibrant. They asked questions, interacted across friend groups, and were eager to learn more than what they thought was possible. Three of the students in fourth period, Luca, LJ, and Josh, were extremely goofy and outspoken. They spoke out in class frequently, but knew how to be respectful and how to read the room most of the time. They had their moments, both good and really not so good, that really made them stick out when compared to the other students in the class. To be honest, they were the kind of students who I would have been so annoyed by when I was a high school student. They were overly friendly, silly, and loved to joke around more than they loved to be serious. As someone who is on the path towards being an educator, they are the kind of students who I now realize are undervalued in the classroom. They brought a lighthearted energy into the class and kept things exciting. Sure, you do have to keep more of an eye on them and find ways to keep them engaged without their energy overtaking you as an educator, but part of the job is learning how to navigate that in a way that doesn't draw attention in an embarrassing way. My host teacher, however, was not in this mindset. She constantly told Ellie and I that they were going to go nowhere in life and that they were not used to getting disciplined. There was one moment in class where the group of boys was stomping back and forth to one another across the classroom. To combat this, Mrs. Herber stopped in the middle of the lecture and asked the boys if they were getting enough attention at home. She told them that they were acting out because their parents didn't love them enough and that they knew it. The stomping was stupid. It was annoying. It was distracting. And it was a result of ninth graders' immaturity. But it was not worth Mrs. Herbert literally tearing them down emotionally and morally. I could see the boys immediately tense up. Their shoulders dropped and their heads went down to the tables. It was like night and day. The rest of the class period was just sad. I could see that the rest of the students in the class were shocked by what had just happened as well. There was a thick cloud of intimidation looming over the class. My heart was racing as fast and tears started welling up in my eyes. I had hardly known these students, but I felt so terrible for them, not only for the three boys, but for the other students in the classroom. How was it fair for the rest of the class to make assumptions about a very personal thing? What if the students did have something going on at home? What if Mrs. Herber was a teacher that they were going to go to for comfort? She had just stripped any trust right away from her students. Her classroom was not a safe space and never could be. 
This made me think a lot about myself and my sins of comfort that I provide for others. I really pride myself on being someone who people can look to for guidance or for comfort. It makes me feel purposeful, and it is a huge reason why I decided to become a teacher. I want to support and guide my students towards a sense of belonging both inside and outside of the classroom environment. I never want to be a teacher who gets satisfaction from embarrassment or calling someone out in class. That, to me, is the lowest thing a teacher can do. I learned that I want to foster a classroom environment that is loving and feels safe. You know the kind of people who you just want to hug forever and never let go of, or the people who you would gravitate towards in a crowded room? I want to be that person for my students. I learned that I have an especially hard time holding my tongue when it comes to something that is not okay or kind, and I have an even harder time finding respect for people who do not show it to others. But above all, I learned that I am always growing and learning more about myself.